Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. We are brought to you by so many precious sponsors of ours, right? Ventiki, The Greek. Who else? Janet Sprisler, Pat Papier. Century 21, 21, Larry Reyes. Thank you so much to our sponsors and our listeners for listening every single week. We love you so much. We do. Who else do we love? We love Dr. Mark Lepore, family friend of mine and just the best doctor in the world here. Hi, doctor. How are you? Hi, good. How are you, Tracy? I'm and good. Are you staying Sarah? healthy? Uh, staying healthy. Good. Um, and uh, I was uh, excited that we hadn't um, been on the radio in a while because there was um, not much of a need. I think our our numbers were getting better for a long time, and I was I think like everybody was hoping that we were through, and I wouldn't have to be invited back. Right. Exactly. Um, well, we love having are... you back, but you know, unfortunately. Yeah. So what is happening? We're hearing more and more about COVID today. I was just you know in the hotel room, like I said, and I was watching the news, and I'm like, I'm so sick of COVID. I thought it was gone. So what's happening? Yeah, I think everybody uh, was really hopeful, um, and unfortunately, as more uh, individuals get COVID. Um, it, it turns out that the Delta variant, um, there have been a large number of variants that have come out, um, and that's basically where the virus mutates a little bit and then becomes either um, more uh, infectious, more easily transmissible, or uh, more dangerous, or both. So this particular variant called the Delta variant started in India, it seems like, and um, uh, very much more so transmissible to other individuals than uh, the first number of ones that we've seen, uh, such as the original one out of Wuhan, uh, the a variant that came out of Britain, the variant that came out of South Africa. This one out of India seems to be the most transmissible variant that we've seen so far. And the more people that get it, the more the virus can mutate and form another um, variant that would be even either more transmissible or more dangerous. So it just seems so far, nobody really knows if it's more dangerous, but definitely it's more transmissible. Wow. I think the, the worst thing that I've read was, um, I, I believe it came out of Australia, who is, and Australia as a country is really good at contact tracing. So they follow individuals, I believe it might be through Bluetooth, and they find out how people get it. And there was one exposure that they talked about that was in a supermarket, a very brief exposure that a person had. But because this Delta variant is so much more transmissible, you know, if somebody's breathing without a mask, it can hang out in the air for upwards of two or three hours. So they would send out information and say, if you were in this supermarket for this couple of hours, that could be where you got exposed. So one person got the Delta variant that way. Wow. So it just, as, as Dr. Robert Levin, our county health officer, was saying, um, it just takes probably less virus exposure to be able to uh, get infected with it. How are the numbers here? Uh, the numbers in this county are going up. Um, we were, I think, very encouraged a month ago that the numbers were still very low, uh, but now for the last week and a half or so, we've been seeing somewhere between 75 and 85 new cases a day. Oh, uh, our hospitalizations have gone up drastically, um, still not the numbers that we were seeing in January, but the concern is that um, the numbers are on the rise. And we know that they're on the rise, both from people that are tested, as well as they actually look at sewage and see how much virus is in the sewage in our various communities. And we're seeing a significant rise very recently of COVID, and most of it is Delta. So the, wow. the latest from the CDC is that uh, Delta, because it's so transmissible, it's over 80% of all the new COVID cases in the country right now 
are the Delta variant, um, which means that we are um, kind of on the rise everywhere. Uh, so certainly in our county, possibly even more so than, than the overall state of California. Mm. That's point. really terrible. So Dr. Doctor, what kind of precautions do we need to take? I know they are making it mandated in Los Angeles County to wear a mask even if you're vaccinated. Uh, it hasn't been, you know, mandated here yet, but I have a feeling it might be. Yeah, um, thus far, uh, our county, I believe Santa Barbara has uh, done it. A number of counties around San Francisco have done it to say that masks are strongly recommended indoors for everybody, whether you're vaccinated or not. So um, kind of to be clear, the, the vaccines, if you are fully vaccinated, still protect you from getting very, very sick from the Delta variant. So they've uh, there's articles this week that I was looking at that um, somewhere between 95 and 90, 99% of new cases are in people who have not received the vaccine. And so we're seeing, you know, in our county, we've got over 60% of our county is vaccinated, which is excellent. Uh, but that means that uh, somewhere over 30% of our county is not vaccinated. So um, as, as they're saying, this seems to be a, um, it's, it's going to drastically impact the folks that have not received the vaccine and, and to emphasize the vaccine is available. They're all highly effective. If you've been vaccinated, you can still get it and you'll most likely get mild disease. There are very rare cases of people needing to get hospitalized after they've gotten the full series. Um, and it, that depends on your immune system, depends on a number of things, but that's somewhat to be expected that there's going to be a few breakthroughs. Uh, but vastly, the majority in the country and locally is folks that have chosen not to get the vaccine. So and then you just keep reading these heartbreaking stories of people in the ICU with their family member dying, which oh, we're also geez. seeing in this county, where they say, can I get the vaccine now? And oh. you, you need at least two weeks from your last shot to be for it to be effective. So the best thing that anybody can do right now is to protect themselves. The, the number of times that I've heard, um, again, that a, a younger person didn't get vaccinated and then got infected and brought it home to an older family member who... Uh, then got the disease and either got critically ill or or died from COVID. Uh, it's it's tragic and nobody wants to to kind of feel responsible for that. So, vaccines are highly effective. Uh, VenturaCountyRecovers.org has lists of various sites that have the vaccine. You do not need an appointment. Uh, and again, there's there's a number of different vaccines and they're all highly effective against the Delta variant and against all variants. So, doctor, what? So that when you say that, it makes me think that if anybody travels, basically anywhere, they really need to be very, very proactive about making sure that they are covered, whether they're vaccinated or not. Yeah, I still. Uh, yeah, I think I, again, it's a, it's not a, a mandate in our county. It is a mandate in Los Angeles County. Anything indoors or outdoors if you're around a lot of people to be wearing masks mandated in LA, not yet mandated in Ventura, uh, but strongly recommended is what they're saying. You can still get you can still get COVID and you can probably still transmit COVID, although less likely, even if you're fully vaccinated. Okay. Um, so I think it, the recommendations right now is if we all just mask up, we all keep our germs to ourselves. That's what masks do. Uh, we can really cut down the amount of transmission of this Delta variant, but it is, again, really highly transmissible. And we're seeing hospitalizations go up in the county. As of Wednesday, there were 49 hospitalizations, and 11 of those patients were in the intensive care unit. Oh, and 
Um, and those are all numbers that have gone up greatly. Again, not the numbers we were seeing in January, but we don't want to see those numbers. Now, are kids getting vaccinated? I mean, young kids, infants? So um, right now, uh, a, a number of the vaccines are approved down to the age of 12. Below okay. age 12, uh, it is not yet approved, okay. but uh, there's hopefully going to be information coming out about that. So like, you know, Parker's 13. I should get her vaccinated, right? Yeah, um, I I think it's, again, a, a, a choice, but I um, the vaccines are very safe, and I think it would be uh, something that I, I know Parker has grandparents mm-hmm. um, to be around. So I think definitely um, having her both for her own protection as well as for those around her protection. We're also hearing that younger and younger people are getting hospitalized with oh, the wow. Delta variant. So it's people's, people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s uh, who are also getting, because they're not as vaccinated, those are the folks that are ending up in the hospital as well as what we're hearing. Wow. How's the hospital staff doing? Are you guys tight? Um, the hospital staff so far, because the numbers are not uh, whelming or overwhelming, we're, we're doing okay. But I, I think, again, it's uh, still hard to tell family members that there is really very limited uh, things we can do. We can do supportive care. We can turn folks on their, their belly. Uh, we can give steroids. We can give an immunosuppressant. Those things seem to somewhat help a little bit. But once COVID sets in on somebody and it, it, uh, two or three weeks in, they're not getting better and their oxygen is up to uh, 100% oxygen and they're needing to be on a ventilator, there is no specific treatment now that's going to turn that around and we're still seeing, we're, and we're going to see more deaths. Are there, again, any, are, are there any different symptoms with this variant? You know, like, is it still the no taste, no smell? It, it, it seems like it's the similar symptoms, no okay. taste, no smell, progressive uh, oxygen being down and a lot of people don't even feel their oxygen being down short of breath but once it gets to that point we know that it's it's really set in in a person okay and what what should be the regimen for someone if you're not feeling well call your doctor before you go to the er what what should you do yeah there are still a number of testing sites out there the ventura county recovers.org has those testing sites and we do recommend that if you are sick you do go to one of those sites and get tested so you know what you're dealing with Um, and Again, um, what I was recommending for folks that I would hear from uh, throughout the pandemic so far is uh, consider getting a, a pulse oximeter, mm-hmm. which is something you can buy for around $40 at, a, at any of your local neighborhood pharmacies or online. Um, and you're looking for keeping that number above about 90 to 92. If it falls below that, you should definitely call your doctor and get get medical treatment. Um, the other thing is staying away from people, um, quarantining yourself if you turn out positive. That's incredibly important to try to stem the, the spread. But as we've learned throughout this um, pandemic is this is a virus that you can transmit when you don't have a fever prior to having symptoms. They call that pre-symptomatic. So even if you, again, if you're not vaccinated, particularly if you've been exposed, there is a ramp-up period before you have symptoms, but where you're still infectious to other people. So that's why it has spread to the millions of people that have been infected with it so far. Okay, Mark, regarding the tests, are they still taking two days to get the results back? Um, that is a good question. I think they've gotten quicker yeah. with them, but uh, that's that's a very good question. I mm-hmm. think that would be a question for the testing sites. I'm okay. not positive, but in the hospitals, when, when people... Uh, are coming in. Our our test results are back within an hour or two. Awesome. 
Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Thank you for calling in. Very good. Stay safe. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Well, we should talk. We should take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about real estate. That's right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. So what's, let's talk some real estate, girl. Absolutely. Let's Any do new it. listings you have, I hope, because I, I have, have so many buyers right now. I have two new listings coming up. Ooh. So everything's in escrow right now. Um, getting those deals closed is like, uh, sometimes like beating your head against the wall. Let oh, me yeah. tell you what. The, the hard part is, is getting those deals closed. The easy part is, is hard getting right you in, in escrow. Well, the, the requirements for loans are very, very strict. And last minute too, right? Like last yep. minute, you know, show us this, 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 this. And it's like, what? Well, it has to be conforming. So the loan has to be conforming, has to be three months current. If it goes one day out of compliance, everything has to be brought into compliance. And sometimes that happens at the last minute. And if that happens at the last minute, then you're struggling to get all of those things before that loan funds. When you say three months into compliance, you mean from when you were pre-approved, it has to be done in three months. So if you're looking for property and you don't get approved or you don't get an offer accepted for two and a half months, two weeks later, you may have to re... Yeah, you need a new bank statement. You need, you know, your new W-2s and you need all of your pay stubs. Everything has to be current within that three-month period. That's crazy, yeah. So, you know... Not that it's taking that long to find a property, but you're well, making an offer on many, many properties, and it may take a while to actually get one into yes. escrow, and that's what's that's hard. That's what I'm having. It's just there's just no there's no inventory, so you're right. up against all these other buyers looking for stuff, and you have to be right on it right away. There's several offers the very first day it's on the market, and or even before, because right. you know when if you do coming soon, you know. 
Yeah. So it's very, very interesting. It's very tricky. That's why you want to have really good agents on your side because if you don't, you'll be lost in the dust. Absolutely. Especially I get them buyers. On my, oh my gosh. I get them on my phone, the notifications on my phone, and I'm yeah. standing in someone's driveway going, what are you doing right now? Come see this property. Right. I mean, that's how or you go for it, them have i have be. so many i go for and just take a video because if they're at work you just got to look at this because i know this is what you're going to like i think it is and you just need to get your eyes in there before you know we lose it because next thing you know you know the other day we went and sh showed property and there was one offer on the property so we went out there we knew the offer was kind of low so we offered full price the next day so we figured we got it right turned the offer in by the time i turned the offer in how many offers do you think were on it probably five or six yeah and yeah. it was like, went from one that was kind of low, all of a sudden we're against six. And you almost feel like a liar as an agent. I'm like, I'm not, I just called the agent and they just said, you know, five new offers came in. It just, it is what it is. It is what it is. And everybody's competing with everybody. Oh, and yeah. the other thing is, is a lot of people are competing with cash. Oh yeah. And so when you compete with cash, unless you have cash, you know, cash is cash. They want the cash. They don't want all those contingencies that a lender puts on the property. Mm -hmm. And they want well it in two weeks. They don't right. want it in 30 days or 40 days because sometimes the loan takes that long, you know? Exactly. And you're also seeing um, home warranties being taken out. Yep. Um, kind of like when I started about 13 years ago with the REOs, they wouldn't pay for a home warranty. There's going to be no termite. It's just so aggressive. And um, so you just have to have really good agents on you your really side. You really do. And they're removing the appraisal contingency, they're removing the inspection contingency. And just know, if you do do that, you can still do the inspection report sure. for information only. Right. And same with the appraiser. If you have a loan, the lender is going to do an appraisal. But if it doesn't appraise at the sales price, then you're gonna pay the difference in cash, and so you need to make sure that you have that cash, otherwise that deal is done. And show proof of funds when you make that offer. Absolutely. So you remove that, you better show that you have the extra $45,000 if it doesn't appraise. Right. You know, so you just have to be on your toes, right? Absolutely. So the two new listings yeah, I was gonna say, I, get back to the good <laughs> stuff. So the two new listings that I have coming up, I have one coming up on Coronado, in Santa Paula, which is right next to the hospital, those oh. are those new properties over yes. there. Well, they're McKeet you know, Village. Is that it, McKeet? It's McKeet McKevitt Heights. Yes, I've sold several in there. Yes, and um, so I recently I sold that about four years ago, and now they're moving out of state. They got getting transferred, and uh, we're going to be putting that up on the market. So is it, it the one with the long driveway? It is. Oh, okay, I remember. Yep. I had the one across the street. You did. So how much is that one going to be? It's probably going to be seven fifty-five based okay. on comps up there. What yeah. did you buy it for? What was? I think we bought it for six oh five. So that's a pretty good increase. Yeah. So that's that's a hundred and seventy thousand dollars in four years. Yeah. I like those odds. And they just they've completely redone it. So. You know, they made the driveway wider so that the it's not as narrow when you're turning mm. that corner. There's RV parking at the top. Oh, yeah. And then they've redone all the flooring, the banisters, everything inside. That's a it's great little be... track. There's only like 50 homes up there. Yeah. And the hillside is very protected from fires. They take specific things they do up there to protect from fires. You know, it didn't burn during the fire up right. there because of it. And so there's a small HOA up there, but that's what they do. There's a little um, playground. And um, and I believe that that hospital doesn't use sirens for their um, no they don't for their um, yeah their so that they don't hear the sirens at night right right so that that's and that's you know good because it is right above the hospital so that and you have beautiful views up there you do oh that'll be so nice that that will go pretty quickly my my guess that we're probably not going to put it on for another week. 
Okay. Um, we just need to get confirmation, have that transfer in writing so that we know it's good. Mm -hmm. And um, there is an assessment up there too. I forget what it is, but it's something per year. I think it is for the. Um, it's for the fire stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a thousand dollars a year. So yeah. Yeah. So that one's coming up. Um, and I'll let everybody know just as we're getting ready to put that on the market, if you're interested. Uh, you can call me at 805-320-0225. And then I have another one below the college. Um, it is a corner lot. It's a four-bedroom, three-bath, 10,000-square-foot lot. Oh, that's nice. nice. Um, fireplace. Um, one story or two stories? One story, yeah. Fixer? Or? Um, not too bad. No, not too bad. Well, that's going to go quick. Yeah, huh? so that that's going to be um, like 710 Okay. So, yeah, all of the properties underneath the college are all over seven. Some are eights, which are just crazy because it, it makes you think, like, wow, I, I sold these in the fives. Yeah. <laughs> I sold them in the fours. It's wonderful for <laughs> sellers. Exactly. So if you are thinking about selling your property, we do need the inventory, and um, we'd be happy to help you with anything like that. Yeah, give us a call. We'll come out and give you a free home, you know, estimate on what we think your, your home will sell for. And we have buyers, lots of buyers, lots of cash buyers, so lots of interest too, right? Absolutely. Speaking of buyers, I have one um, corporate buyer who is looking to buy income property for their employees. Um, so they are looking either in Oxnard, um, Port Wainimi area, or they'll look in Ventura. They're looking for at least a triplex okay. up to six units. And okay. so if you have anything like that coming up, if you're tired of being a landlord, uh, there's some corporations that need to provide some housing for their employees. Does it have to be two bedrooms, or can it be one bedroom, one bath? It can bath? be one bedroom, one bath. Okay. Yeah. What's the price on that? Uh, up to two million. Very nice. Yeah. So that's that's something I'm looking for diligently. You haven't found anything yet. Nope. Not not yet. Nope. That's crazy. So that inventory is even worse. There's only 13 in the county. <laughs> In the county, in on the, the market, county. active. Yep. Active, yeah. Oh, my. So you have to find stuff off market in order for that to happen. So if you are thinking of selling your income property, I am interested in listing that and selling that for you. That's awesome. Yep. So what's going on in your office since you are a manager? Now you have a manager of our office for a while because our manager is gone on vacation. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what's new and exciting? You know, the RPA got longer, right? Or didn't it? Well, it's different. So we're getting a new RPA, and that form residential will be purchase agreement. Yeah. Right, it will be completely different. They're moving all of those contingencies uh, to the front page, and you just have to check a box instead of spelling something out, which will be great. It's going to be very good for the consumer uh, because it's spelled out exactly how it needs to read, and it's in third grade language, so easy, easy to understand. And then it's also good for us so that we're not, you know, handwriting verbiage. Because mm -hmm. you don't want to handwrite verbiage unless you're an attorney. On the contract. For the most part, yeah. So um, that's going to be a great tool for us. When does that take effect? Um, it actually comes out in October, but we'll start training on it at the beginning of August. Wow. So that is coming up. Uh, we have contract classes this week. So um, our Santa Clarita manager is going to be teaching those. So anybody that's not on top of their contracts can be really on top of it after taking these three is classes. Is that going to be here, though, or where is that It's going to be in Westlake. Okay. And that's this week all week? The, yep, exactly. So lots of stuff going on. Um, Are you seeing new people come to the business? Are we seeing lots of realtors get in right now, or is it one of those things where it's not the perfect time for real estate? Actually, you know, there are several brand, brand new agents that just got their license. You know, because of COVID, um, the, the DRE was way behind, like months behind. And they're starting to get caught up. And so we are seeing new licensees come into the business. 
And um, we are also seeing people move around this time of year. They do that. Agents move around to different offices thinking it's going to be better on the other side when, in fact, you just need to work, right? right. You need to work and do what you're supposed to do, and you'll be very, very successful. But um, if you're thinking of a new career, we are looking for new agents, and um, licensing uh, takes about a couple months, and um, then you'll take your state boards and be able to get into the real estate business. So if you are thinking of doing that, give me a call, 805-320-0225. And I will help you get all of those details taken care of. We have so much training for new agents. It's amazing. It's a great company to work for, you know, especially when you're starting out because you have really no idea what you're doing. And then we just have so much training. I think every single day, don't we have training in the morning? Like, walk us through our day. It's like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., something's going on. So 7 a.m., we have the daily message. 8 a.m., we have morning ascent, which is always a training course. And then 10 o'clock, we have coaching. And let's see. And then every like other week we have base camp. Right. Right. Which is which a is like hours. an office meeting and then there's training involved with that, usually technology. And so not only is it good for brand new people, but we have mastermind groups and And um, refreshers. It's always good to sit in and just say, Oh yeah, I forgot about that or oh really, that's new. Right. You, you always learn something, or I do at least. Exactly. So yes, we are um, highly proficient at training our agents and providing an environment where agents can efficiently work. And that's what I love about our company. Have you seen that before? How many real estate companies have you worked for? I've worked for Colwell Banker. I owned a realty executive office at one point. Um, I worked for Fred Sands and Century 21 County Center when it was when it was here. So I worked there for 13 years and now I'm back with Century 21. With the troops. Troop Real Estate as well, yeah. And then that's it. And so Century Twenty One Everest is your favorite. It is out of every company I've worked for, even the one you even own. the one I I ran. Yep. Wow, that says something there. It I hope does. John and George are listening. <laughs> Kudos <laughs> to you. Well, coming up, we have Dr. Tony O'Donnell. He is the owner of Radiant Greens, and he is going to be talking about the ten signs of kidney problems. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Worried about the impact of estate taxes, long-term health care, lawsuits, creditors, or probate on your assets and family? Interested in making sure your final wishes are followed? This is Rick Siegenfeld of Siege Law, and we are here to help you with all your asset protection, trust administration, estate and Medi-Cal planning needs. For a complimentary consult, give us a call at 805-250-1930 or email us at contact at seiglaw.com. Again, 805-250-1930. My daughter is almost a teenager, and let me tell you, Billy Clower's Dance Company in Ventura has changed our lives. Kids, put the phone down. Start dancing. Parker is taking jazz, acro, contemporary ballet, and now competitive cheer. During the pandemic, they're dancing outside. There are classes available for boys, girls, and adults. Go to billyclower.com, mention girls on the air, and get a discount. That's billyclower.com. 
Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai, located in beautiful downtown Ventura. Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the Lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahini mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kalua pork sliders, Sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry ver blanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe the best in town. So take a break and head down to Ventiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of First Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VentikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Ventiki, an island oasis in Ventura. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KBTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we're so excited to have Dr. Tony O'Donnell with us. He is the owner of Radiant Greens. Hey, Dr. Tony, how are you? Good morning, ladies. How are you? We're good. good. morning. Are you up in Pismo Beach? You know what? I was due to be in Pismo Beach uh, this morning, and I was speaking at 1 o'clock, but it got canceled due to a family issue with oh. one of the managers. So oh, darn. It got rescheduled. Yeah, these things happen. You they know, do. I'm disappointed, but we will be back there soon. Absolutely. Okay. So tell us a little bit about uh, kidney problems. I know that's your topic of the day, and you were going to give us some tips on, on what to look for and how we know whether we have kidney problems or not. Yeah, so real issue. Diabetes and high blood pressure, according to the CDC, are the main causes of kidney failure. We also um, get kidney failure as a result of being overweight, toxic foods, toxic thoughts, toxic emotions, fear. All these things are the driving force. So the liver and the kidneys are the filter of the human body, and the heart is the engine. So if you can think of those three things, the heart's the engine. That's what gives it the spark. The liver is a filtering agent that processes our food. And the kidney's job is to actually help expel the liquids and the fluids that build up, particularly keeping the blood flowing smoothly. It's like your car running really well or running really poorly. And so it's very important that we take care of our kidneys. And one of the things, based on some of the research that I've done, I've written some books on this stuff, as you know, over 15 books on general health and well-being, is water is crucial. We talked about water last time. Water is crucial at flushing out the kidneys, and not only that, cranberry juice, any types of berries are really good at reducing the uric acid. Mm. That's the, the byproduct of meat products. Or we eat uh, a lot of saturated fat and processed foods. We drink a lot of coffee. We do a lot of things that are not really good for us. So all these things put significant pressure on the kidneys because the kidneys is like a pump. It pumps all day long, literally pumps nonstop. Your liver functions and processes the bile and the fat and gets rid of the excess waste matter. But the kidneys is like an orchestra. It just keeps moving all the time, mm -hmm. like your lungs, keeps moving and has to uh, filter all the waste and the debris that comes into our body from the choices that we make. So we must make sure that we take it. But the big thing that drives it is diabetes and heart disease and being overweight and the wrong types of food. So what does dialysis do? Well, the role of dialysis is to take over. I love the questions you ask. Uh, the, the, I love the role you of dialysis, that's why you were a television reporter and anchor. <laughs> the reason we put, uh, we use dialysis, it, it takes over, it takes the place 
of the kidneys not being able to function or it assists the kidneys in functioning a little bit more effectively. But we can't go on doing that over and over and over and over. Many people I know go two, three times a day, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry, two or three times a week for two or three hours in duration. Uh, the next stage, of course, is a kidney transplant, which is very invasive, and then you've got to take immunosuppressants for the rest of your life to make sure that you don't get any infections. That's always the big issues that uh, big issue that doctors are faced with. So that's the role of dialysis is to take over. It's like a pilot flying the plane, something goes wrong, he feels sick, he doesn't feel good, he's dizzy, he's weak, he's nauseated, he's got a headache, he just doesn't feel good. Well, the first officer, uh, the first officer will step in place and uh, take over, and that's usually what happens. Wow. And like you said, people have to do it like two, three, four times a week, right? Yeah, I know people that do it continuously, and have had a decent quality of life, although it's, you know, they sit there and they read a book, they listen to some music, or they watch a movie or something, or a game show or something on television, or just occupy yourself, but they have to have it, because if you don't get the dialysis, if you're at that stage two or three where it becomes really, really troublesome, then all of the fluid will build up in your body, and this is when you see people's hands and legs are swollen. That's really advanced edema. These things can all be fixed by natural remedies, herbal remedies, cayenne, ginger, vitamin C, watching your weight, moving your body, keeping your circulation in check, watching your emotions, having balance. At the end of the day, it's all about having balance, cutting back on cigarettes. All these things, all these things play a crucial role in finding balance. When I look at the Hunzas and the Vilcaba Indians, as I mentioned many times on the broadcast, some of the longest-lived people in the world, they're very balanced. They, they are really still, they're very mindful, they're very caring, they're very loving, they're very respectful of Mother Nature. They harness that energy and they take it in and really enjoy it. We, we tend to live a very chaotic, um, Stressful, dramatic, yeah. emotional, <laughs> out-of-control life here in this country. Ireland's very laid back. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Let's go yeah. over tonight to have a little story, have a little drink, have a chat, play some cards. It's very relaxed. So parts of the world that you go to are, are very relaxed, and then there's parts of the world, like you go to New York City while it's vibrant, it's very chaotic. That's what our life on the inside of our bloodstream looks like. So if our bloodstream is very chaotic, then so too is the rest of our body, and consequently it can, re- and, uh, can relate to uh, health challenges, particularly kidney and liver failure. So, Dr. Tony, if someone was to go through the dialysis, is it something that would go away? Is it something that gets better? Uh, or do, once question. you go on dialysis, do you have to continue to be on dialysis? Yes, you do, because oh. your kidneys are not functioning. They're too weak. You can reverse it, but it's very, very difficult. That's the reason why, thank goodness, we have dialysis in the first place, that it just takes the place of your kidneys. So if your kidneys are so weak that it can't do the job on its own, then you need help and support, and that's the role of dialysis, and thank goodness for that. really appreciative. Does it all hurt, dialysis? Doctors. Does it hurt? No, not at all. It's just that you're just really tired and you're just very weak and you want to sleep all the time. And, and if you don't get uh, help, then you can die and mm. uh, die very quickly, too. So you must make sure that uh, that you get a checkup and make sure that your kidneys are working effectively. Cayenne pepper apparently is really, really good. There are lots of herbal remedies, but the, the real key, B6 is also good. Any types of berries, lemons and limes, vitamin C, magnesium, folic acid, avoid soda pop. Caffeine is the worst thing you can do. Alcohol is even worse. So if, if you just find balance, if you're going to the bathroom too much or you're not going enough, that's usually an indication that your kidneys are not functioning effectively. If you're very stressed, you'll be going to the bathroom a lot. So find, find ways to reduce your stress and then just eat really healthy and mi- be mindful of your thoughts and your words. In fact, I'm reading a great book. It's called The Power of Your Words, How That Affects You and, and Relationships family relationships, family dynamics, interaction. 
uh, with other people, trying to keep your stress down during this turbulent, challenging world that we live in right now is the key. That's very important to be able to control what goes into your mind is what you read and what you listen to and what you watch. So if you yeah. can control some of those things, it will help out quite a bit. And, so, and lots of people, Karen, are on the, on the waiting list for a kidney transplant and indeed for liver transplants. In fact, I know someone, as we speak, is on the waiting list for a kidney transplant. And it's a long, long wait. You need to find a match. There's lots of tests. There's lots of things that one has to go through in order for one to qualify. So there's no rejection. Absolutely. And so it's a challenge for sure. Well, Dr. Tony, tell everybody where they can find you if they have a question or sure, would like to reach you. Yeah, I'm back. We have great kidney drops and kidney capsules. They are phenomenal. Support the kidney. Uh, you'll find them on my website at Radiant Greens, R-A-D-I-A-N-T, radiantgreens.com. By the way, about 14% of the U.S. population suffer from kidney problems. It affects them 600,000-plus people every single year. That number is getting higher and higher. So Radiant Greens with an S, radiantgreens.com. Well, thank you so thank much you so for much. being here today. God we appreciate you. you. Have a beautifully. Thanks, right. Tom, for engineering the broadcast. Bye-bye. All right. Well, coming up, we have Janet Sprissler with woo, us. Woo. And she is from, from Formatic Property Management. And there are some changes going to be happening here like in the always. next week or so. So stay tuned. You're going to want to hear everything she has to say. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 0150-7079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance in buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. What doesn't kill you makes you Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Janet Sprissler with us. She is with Formatic Property Management. Hey, Janet, how are you? I am great today. How are both of you? We're great, Janet. We're awesome. Thank you so much for asking. We are we just want to know what's going on with this moratorium. Are they keeping that July 31st? Or are we extending it? What are we doing? 
So you may want to explain what that is first. I kind of went off on you a little bit. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. So the current eviction moratorium that is in place has been extended until September 30th. No, really? Yes. Just to let you know, it's extended. Um, So the... Uh, the CDC, the, the um, one that covers the nation, was um, released a couple of months back, about a month or so ago. But the one that's here in California is here to stay until September 30th. They are hoping that that will be the end of it. But um, depending on what's really happening with COVID and the variants, and if people need to still shelter in place, whether that will be moving until December 30th or not. But currently, it's set to... Uh, hopefully end on september 30th again this has been moved several different times uh so it's called now the bill number is ab 832 for those who want to look it up and have plenty of time to read uh but it really states that the house in order for you to give a notice to a tenant they must get a 60-day notice and they can only do it if the owner is taking it back to occupy or or, a fam- or an immediate family member, or if the house is being sold and the new owner wants in escrow, um, the paperwork all shows that the new owner will be occupying the unit, or it's completely being taken off the rental market for the next two to three years, or there's a habitability issue. Not like there's bad flooring or paint, but that, you know, there's asbestos or, or something that causes a problem that someone were to habit, you know, live there that they would have a health issue so habitability so a fire flood something something amongst that nature those are the only reasons right now that tenants have the right to receive notice for so i have a question so moving from july 31st to september 31st it that's not just in the state of california that's across the nation no that's only in the state of california only in california okay so in the Across the nation, it's still July 31st. Yeah. Okay, that's what I wanted so to be So we're the clear. only ones, the only state to extend it? No, um, different states are doing different things. Uh, we just, you know, I, I only manage here in California. Right. So I can only give the information here about California. Got so it. we're one of the stricter states. And the Midwest has, you know, pretty much gone on their way. A lot of different states have gone on their way. But some, you know, that have seen the rise, they are more... Um, restrictive state Oregon state of Washington those folks they are they are already have extended their moratorium so let me ask you if the moratorium has gotten extended to September 31st and people are not paying their rent and landlords are not receiving their rent that causes a problem for longer is is our state giving money to those landlords because I know there was conversation about that and I know you had to apply for it, but if the landlords have not applied for it, can they now apply for it? Well, there's actually, I'm, I'm so glad that's a great question because there's actually new paperwork because of now that AB 832 has been passed. It was passed last month, so it, it was extend. You must give out a new notice to the tenant that explains their rights under AB 832 by July 31st or you are waiving all rights to that money. Oh, if you are a landlord, here's what you can do. You can go to vcrecovers.org. So, again, that's vcrecovers.org, and it says right on there for re- 
tenant or, or rent relief. As a landlord, you can apply for it. You're going to be giving your tenants information, and they will contact the tenant then. So the if money is going to go directly to the tenant and not the landlord? No, no, no. It'll go to the landlord, but Thank the landlord goodness. now has the right to apply for it. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to wait for your tenant to apply for it. In fact, the landlord should, because if the tenant does not, the landlord can then prove up that they did try to get the money, you know, you exhaust all means to get the money, to and, get the rent. And so how are they getting this word out to the landlords? You know what? A landlord just has to be really informed right now. It's, I know that some utility bills have it for tenants on there. Um, just word of mouth. I believe that there are there's a lot of different things on social media about it. But it's just really important that everyone just apply for that money because you're going to get paid back at 100% now. That was what was promised about a month ago, mm -hmm. that it's going to be paid out at 100%. If you applied for the 80%, you do not need to reapply. You will get that additional 20. Right that's now, good. the state is, Yeah, right now the state has only paid out about 2%. And that's roughly due to the state passing the payments onto the counties and cities to pay out because the state just can handle the volumes. They, they, they pass down everything to the counties. So there are certain counties that are moving it right along, and then there are certain counties that are still trying to figure out how they are going to give this money to the landlord. Does the landlord have to have a lease with these um, tenants? Or, I mean, you know, I know several landlords who just have a handshake. Yeah, they will need to get them on a lease. So if they do not have a lease, they need to get them on a lease immediately. Wow. Um, they are. That's one of the things that they require are, is ledgers and leases. So they know that, that it, it is a, a legal binding agreement that was entered into to pay the rent. It's so important to have a property manager, you know. It is. And she's such a good one. I know, right? Everybody needs to know that she is the best I have ever ever seen she's the most knowledgeable it's such money well spent it you really know is so there's another issue you. on the table which is rent control um i don't know if you are aware of a coalition called cause uh, but they are really presenting to our city council and different groups of how we should have rent control in ventura so they they were successful in santa barbara and they would like to bring it to Ventura. And there's pros and cons about that. Well, I think a lot of people don't understand that over a year ago, on January of 2020, AB 1482 is the Tenant Protection Act, and it went into effect then. And what AB 1482 says is that they want to put protections around the tenant so that uh, if there's two or more units, on the same title of land that there is a percentage only that you can raise rent right now it's five percent plus cost of living or and and also um if you have to give notice a just cause notice so everyone went under a reason to be um, let out of the lease so if you haven't paid or you're doing something against the lease that's called um that's a reason to evict someone however if you want to sell the property or, you know, you do want to have somebody move in, that's called just cause. And for just cause notice, a tenant receives 
one month's worth of rent for the last month for gone if it's over two or more units so that there's some sort of um, moving funds there, whatever they want to use it for. But that's, that's what you have to do with just cause. Um, so there are enough stipulations in place, and, and there's notices that have to be given and rights that have to be given to tenants that they need to know about. It's, it's in every lease now. It was required um, to be in every new lease and every new lease renewal as, as of August of 2020. So there's so many protections that are already surrounding tenants that we really don't need to make them stronger. So what they're saying is they want to do a tighter hold. The thing is we haven't really seen in those cities that do have tighter holds that it actually promotes rent stabilization. In fact, some folks, you know, I, I have a lot of people who come to me and we talk about rentals and the mom and pops out there, if you're a good, if you've been a great tenant or a good tenant to them, they tend not to raise the rent. Mm-hmm. However, the more moratoriums come in and it says, oh, now you're under rent control, they are then forced to rent, you know, raise the rent every year. They're forced to require more out of their tenants every year. Um, if, if they are, you know, one of the things that, that people are looking at is let's have more time or more money that is paid out to a tenant upon giving them notice. That's going to really be a downfall for those owners who really can't afford to hand out money or three months worth of rent, if you have to think about it. If you have a $3,000 property, you would have to hand over like $9,000. But that's actually going to force more people to sell their homes and that's sell right. their property yeah. and, and take away that human element that housing providers you know, that's why I call owners, housing providers are, are really bringing to the Ventura area. So are you for or against rent control? AB 1482 is in place, and I am. It is, it's the law. We already have it. We already have rent stabilization. You don't think we need more? We do not need more. We do Because it's, it's really just really causing havoc. We're, we're seeing it with the moratoriums now. The more rules that are in place the more havoc is caused right now people are not moving rent have rents gone up in ventura they follow the housing market sure so, of yes, course and demand up. there's more demand there and there's no supply and there's no supply because people can't move because you know people are nervous about moving right because there's a moratorium right it's not so much that all these people have been paid it's that a there's no place to go and the prices are so much higher because of the moratorium putting that, you know, that cat, that, that bubble over the city. So we don't need more in, in Ventura. What we have covers not only the state, but it covers our city mm-hmm. as is. And there are, you know, the other thing that to look at is that there are laws in place for like single family homeowners and commercial properties and new builds that, cannot be overturned by a city because that would just bring litigation into a city. And I don't think that's what the city is looking for either. But there, there's a lot of, of people who are just really trying to look at this thing. Is it going to be good for our city? And is the city wiser than the actual state? And do we need more? And we're not really seeing any more. You know, if you're looking at case studies, San Francisco, L.A., 
though there are some major rent controls there, those were all grandfathered in in 1995. Mm-hmm. So for us to have even a stricter rent control on us, it doesn't it doesn't give the landlords enough or the you know the housing providers enough money to really keep the property up, make sure everything looks good, you know, the, the whole nine yards. And we want the best for our city. I, I know I do. It makes sense. So, so when do they vote on the moratorium again now that it's extended to September 31st? When's the next vote? It, it normally happens. The legislators usually uh, start hashing it out about a week ahead of time. And then it's that last week. We usually find out like 5 o'clock, or not, whatever the Friday is before it's about to expire. Wow, okay. <laughs> 5 o'clock. Is when I think they like to drop it then so that they don't have to deal with calls all weekend. Right. Absolutely. They go hide. Right. They go hide and then they go. So we're really looking at that anywhere from September 25th to September 30th. This one had um, the new the new date happened like five days before the this current moratorium. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've got about a month. Exactly. Month. Awesome. So get a hold of your legislators now saying do not extend. But, it, you know, the economy, you know, people want to see it bounce back, but we're not going to be able to bounce back as long as we're under a moratorium. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Janet, where can people find you? You can find me at formaticpropertymanagement.com or my direct line is 805-585-5311. And again, if you are an owner out there that's having problems, Feel free to reach out. It's always a free phone call with me. I'm, I'm more than willing to at least point you in the direction if I can't help you personally. Awesome, Janet. Have a great weekend. Thank you for you being too. here. Thank you. So we're going to talk about what's happening in and around Ventura. We've got now through August 11th, the Dallas Cowboys training camp is back this year for 2021 preseason training camp. Admission is free. No tickets needed. Cowboys on tour, trucks, team, merchandise, and Hall of Fame trailers will be at the site throughout the camp from 11 to 1 most days. Check the site for exceptions at River Ridge Playing Fields in Oxnard. That's at 2501 Ventura Road next to the Marriott Residence in Oxnard River Ridge. So that is fun. And www.visitoxnard.com slash cowboys. Get more information. Absolutely. And Camarillo Community Band Concert is going to be playing in Constitution Park in Camarillo on July 29th at 7 p.m. And so that is the start of a whole summer concert season. So you'll want to go online and check that out and make sure that you get to participate in Camarillo Constitution Park's summer concert series. And then in Camarillo is another fun thing is the Old Town Friday Night Cruise. It's open to all cars. It's 5 to 8. And it is on every Friday night through the summer at 222 Ventura Boulevard in Camarillo. And it's going to be through September 24th. So those are a couple very fun things to do. And tacos and tequilas oh, today, that's right? today at the fairgrounds. It's today, right now. And we think it's how much to get in? Oh, 12 I want to say or something. 12, yeah. To and just then to, to go around to all the tequila and tacos and then... How do Vanilla they do that? Ice. Like, you can just drink as much tequila as, oh my gosh. I don't know. It seems like you drink too much tequila. Right? <laughs> I could see eating a bunch of tacos, but tequila, who? And then tonight, Vanilla Ice, we understand, is probably sold out. It is, from what I understand, yes. All right. So that should be a very fun night and very fun thing to do for the weekend. So enjoy this beautiful weather. 
Everywhere else is super hot. Our beaches are wonderful. Yes, I Go was in, take advantage of them. I was in Ojai last night for Blue Oyster Colt. I went to the concert up there, and let me tell you, it was like 80 degrees last night. And um, this morning when I woke up there, you know, it was so hot, and um, just driving back, it's so cool in Ventura. So everyone enjoy the Ventura weather. Go to the harbor. Go to the Greek, one of our sponsors. Get out. Enjoy life, right? Everyone have a great week. We'll be back next week.